Welcome to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. I believe in taking massive, inspired action from an awakened soul. This show is a weekly dose of spiritual principles, personal development, and success strategies for creating an epically aligned life. Here's to your wildest dreams coming true with less hustle, grit and grind, more flow, ease, and grace. I'm the founder of the Live Video Mastery Academy, a TV host, speaker, best-selling author, and proud fur mama, and I'll be sharing real talks with successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, best-selling authors, spiritual luminaries, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered, transformational, and soul-centered podcast. Things are about to get real. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. Super happy that you're here. This podcast has just been such an amazing opportunity to A, get to build some incredible friendships with people that have been on the show as my guest. This podcast has led to unbelievably exciting and mind-blowing opportunities and collaborations. And it's given me an opportunity to knock on doors of people and guests and thought leaders that have been on the show that I would have once only dreamed of ever connecting with in such a personal, intimate way as this. Not only has it allowed me to knock on those doors, but to open those doors and to bring you those guests and and that value. And that's given me so much purpose, I can't even tell you. But I have to say, as some of you have been around for a while or maybe from the beginning, you have probably noticed there's been quite a bit of expansion in my year and a half journey of of running this show and building my online business and the impact and the community that I am so honored to be a part of. And I, I have to honestly say that if it weren't for this podcast being the single most effective leverage for my life and business, I just don't know if I would have been able to go as far and as fast as I have. Now, the fast part doesn't feel rushed anymore. I got my hands on that one last year. But um, this podcast has been so powerful. And so the reason I bring that up is because I know so many people that say, gosh, I'd love to start a podcast. I'd love to own my own voice, my one-of-a-kind amazing message that I want to put out into the world and I want to own my own platform. And I'm looking for more credibility and authority. And yes, that leverage to knock on doors, open doors, build powerful partnerships, collaborations, and maybe even meaningful friendships. But more importantly, I want to make a difference. I want my life to have meaning and I want to own that space. And so the reason I'm bringing this up right now is because my podcast producer, Jenny, and I and that whole team over at Jenny Media, we are starting a podcast accelerator program. And it's a six-week program that takes you from idea, like literally flushing out what, what could that look like? What would the style be? What would the genre be? Just literally creating the concept and then taking you from that all the way to launching the very first episode of your very own show by the end of the course. It's an unheard of, completely unique, one-of-a-kind, only I believe, podcast program that takes you from concept to actually officially launching by the end. And so those doors are open. 
So you can head on over to fireandsoulpodcast.com. And in the show notes of this episode, you'll see the podcast accelerator. You can click on that link and get more information. And then also, if you are around this Wednesday night, February 26th, if you're listening in real time at 5 p.m. Pacific, Jenny and I are also going to be holding an open house. It's an hour long open house just to cover what the program is about, show you the inside as well as give you an opportunity to learn a little bit more about us and then what the program will do for you. Because the power of podcasting is, I think, what a book did five, ten years ago for most people. I mean, this is, it's just an incredible platform and it can be yours. So if that interests you, then also head on over to fireandsoulpodcast.com and you'll see the link to just grab if you want to join the open house this coming Wednesday, or if you know you're in, then by all means, just register with the link also in the show notes. So today's topic is mindset and momentum. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because this weekend, actually, I'll be speaking at the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches Summit, led by one of my friends and dear mentors, Jake Ballantyne. And this is the topic that I chose to speak about because I'm speaking on the day of mindset. It's a three-day event. It's epic. And it's here right in LA. And I have many, many friends and colleagues that I'm going to be getting to see there. But I wanted to flush that out because I only get 30 minutes to speak. And there's so much to cover, right? Especially around mindset. But I realized that mindset might be the entry point, right? Like we all know about mindset and how important it is to be growth mindset, open-minded, to be around growth-minded people. But the momentum part I have learned, at least for me in the last less than two years of running this business and growing it and currently experiencing massive expansion, for which I'm grateful for. The momentum part is really key, but there's components to the momentum that are critical in order to actually get some of the results that I know are on so many of our hearts. So I want to start with mindset. And this is this is back to getting clear. So everything that I teach, whether it be in the Mastery Momentum Mastermind program that I've been running for almost two years, or the live video mastery course. It's my signature online course. And I did do a two-day event back in January. And then of course, Fire and Soul, my six-month-long mentorship program. And then this podcast accelerator, all of it starts with clarity. If we're not clear about what we want, then it's really hard to hit the objective, right? It's really hard to understand what the target is. And it's interesting because one of my dear friends um, named Mandy Dana, she's a top coach for Tony Robbins. And who's one of my mentors, as you know, Tony Robbins uh, is where it all started for me at a Date with Destiny event back in 2017. That's where I woke up and my mindset got clear and I got clear of A, starting wanting to start a podcast, didn't know how to do that, didn't know what it would look like, you know, had massive imposter syndrome, but I got clear at that event. And then one thing led to another because that's what I always say. Once you get clear, then action breeds even more clarity and you can refine as you continue to take action. You'll hone what really lights you you up and what really feels aligned. So we're going to get there in a second. But we got to start with what Tony Robbins said to Mandy Dana, along with about 40 other top coaches that gathered together for their annual summit a few months back. And I was on the phone with her right after they had that meeting. And they were surprised that Tony Robbins came. They didn't know that he'd be coming, showing up unexpectedly as a beautiful surprise. And he showed up at the meeting and he was there for, I want to say, a good three hours, just chill, just being like the real deal. 
And ultimately the takeaway for them, you know, it's a big business of his, right? And they're all his uh, light warriors out there doing that work and changing a lot of lives. He said, there's two fundamental questions to ask every client on every single coaching call. And it's one, what do you want? And if they can't answer that question, then go to the second question, which is, what do you really want? And I laugh so hard because if that's what Tony Robbins is saying to his top master coaches, then of course, I'm not going to try and reinvent what the master is already doing. So number one is get really clear on what do you want? What do you really want? I don't care if it seems impossible, if you don't know the how, if you don't, you know, have the money or the time and the resources, all of that will take care of itself once you just get clear on what do you want? And then you got to start. So one of the pieces in getting clarity around what do you want is understanding what are then three must, right? So if, if you chunk it down, so Tony Robbins also says that most people overestimate what they can do in a year and highly underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Well, I kind of blew that one out of the water because I underestimated what I can do in a year, but still now I'm looking at the long term because I know this is what I'm made to be doing. This is my legacy. And I always say to so many of my my students and my members in, in my various programs, if you know that this is your legacy, whatever they're working on, whatever's lighting them up, then what's the rush? Why the hurry, the grit, the grind, and the hustle? When we align with more flow, then there's just more ease and grace in it, and we can enjoy the journey along the way. But chunking it down is really critical. At least it has been for me. So if I look at like, okay, here's what I'd love to do, and here's what I want to do in a year's time. But if I break this down into 90-day increments, which is what we do in the Mastery Momentum Mastermind, for example, this is exactly what we're working on right now, then what are the three top must that correspond with what do I really want? And so then, once you define that for yourself, what are my three must in the next three months? Then what I recommend that everyone does is that you get clear on what's one small action step that you can take daily toward one of those musts, and then what's one larger, bolder, braver, more courageous step of action that you can take in the next week. So if you're taking little baby steps of action, whether that be researching someone online, finding a mentor that you can model after, getting a book and actually reading it, or listening to podcasts that inspire you because you want to get ideas of like, oh, maybe I'll start that with my podcast, but getting clear on some small action steps. So those I would define as small action steps, larger action steps for each one of those goals. Remember, this is a daily and or weekly basis for each one of your three must within what do you really want? just to kind of circle back and be really clear on this. So the larger action step could be maybe get on the, getting on the phone with one of your mentors, maybe asking someone that you really value, could I get 15 minutes of your time in exchange for why, right? Like the X, Y, Z thing. So you always want to offer value if you are going to ask for someone's time because time is our most precious commodity, but that's the way in which you can do it. And I've been very successful in that. Give, 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 tons of value, and then boom, ask for something down the road. Now I don't give, you know, with the mindset of, oh, I'll get something down the road. I give wholeheartedly and genuinely, which I believe is why I get so many yeses. So give from your soul, but just know that at some point, you're probably going to circle back to someone that you really admire, really respect, really love, and you could really use 15 minutes of their time. I give people my time all the time that have added value to my, into my life um, and that support me and um, show up for me. 
So those small action steps and big action steps will be critical in your progress, which brings me to number two. So number two is progress is power, right? So don't measure your success against someone else's success. Don't measure your start to someone else's middle. I remember when I first started, I was so overwhelmed because I was following people online, especially Instagram, and they had been at this five, six, seven, eight years. They were already multimillionaires. And I was comparing my start to their middle, And it's just unrealistic. I was comparing my followers to their followers or my engagement to their engagement or my programs to their programs. But the reality is, is that once I stop doing that and I just focus on what can I do today, what little baby action steps can I take today that are going toward what I really want? And I just allowed myself to take the time, but then to celebrate the progress. I was like, whoo, got one enrolled or whoo, got a few more followers. Like, yes, I got engagement on that. And then tracking that. Tracking, well, why did that post get more engagement? What was that about? And if I can start to understand those metrics, then then I can start to manage that, at least internally. And I didn't get too crazy on it. You know, it's not like I'm a scientist and had spreadsheets. That is the last of what I'm actually good at. And it's not my X factor. But what I knew is that what felt right and what felt aligned. And what I noticed is, is the more that I came out and I showed my showed my most vulnerable, authentic self, that that would magnetize more people to me. Not only more people to me, but here's the kicker, the right people to me. See, when I post on social media, because that's where I've built up 99.9% of this now multiple six-figure business, is I don't get caught up in who isn't commenting, who isn't engaging, who did see it, because I keep that neutral, right? So if you're posting or you're putting up live videos or some sort of content on social media, and you're not getting the kind of engagement that you think you should, then just know right now that keep nothing as neutral. Don't make it negative. People are watching you that you are unaware of. Trust me on this. I have so much proof in this concept at this point. I have had people enroll in my most premier prestigious program, which is my $5,000 Fire and Soul program, that they suddenly just enrolled. And I had never seen them comment or like anything in social media for a year and a half. And all of a sudden they're like, I need to sign up for this. I've been watching you for the last year and a half. I'm inspired by your journey. I see what you're doing. I can see what you're creating. I want to duplicate that. I want to learn from you. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know that we were quote friends on Facebook, much less you had even noticed what what I was doing, much less you were now following it. So allow nothing in terms of comments and engagement on social media to be neutral. Don't make that be negative. And then celebrate the progress along the way, the baby steps. Really look back. And here's a great barometer. Look at your phone or look at your your feed, for example, on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, which are my primary platforms for social. And just look back. And look back from a mindset of celebrating how far you've come or what you're doing or what you're now saying that you might have never said before or the fact that you might be doing live video and wow, six months ago, three months ago, hell, maybe even a week ago, you would have never put yourself on live video. But you're not only doing that now, you own yourself. You completely went from awkward to authentic and you own your presence. That's so much to celebrate. I think about when I started this podcast. I'll tell you a funny story. You guys have probably heard the intro, right? Like, hey, it's Michelle Sorrow and welcome to the Fire and Soul podcast. I believe blah, 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 whatever that intro is at this point with all that fun music, which I love that music. But when I recorded my intro, (laughs) 
I recorded it for my producer, Jenny, and her team to then grab the intro that they thought was best. Now, she said, okay, here, you know, do it on GarageBand on your, you know, MacBook, and then upload that recording to this folder on Google Drive. I mean, she makes it so seamless, which is what we're going to do for you all in the Podcast Accelerator. And, And then, voila, we'll be good to go. Well, I did 32 takes on that 45 second intro, 32 takes. I mean, we were laughing so hard, but that's how stressed out I let myself get by having it in my mind, thinking that it needed to be perfect. And now, of course, you guys have heard me say it here over and over. It's like, nobody's looking for perfection. Everybody's looking for real. And so now I'm almost thinking I should just redo that intro and just have it be completely organic. And even if I like mess up a word or whatever, that's even better because that's what people want these days. So, hey, take yourself off the hook for any sort of perfection. Allow yourself some patience and some time to grow, right? I think it was Rachel Hollis that said this, although she might have gotten it from someone else, which is allow yourself to be humble enough to suck until you get better. So I sucked in the beginning of this podcast. I would have like 40, 50 edits from my producer. I can't remember the last time I gave an editing note that was on my side. It's been probably well over a year. But I celebrate that now because it wasn't that way in the beginning. I was really hard on myself. I had massive imposter syndrome. I compared against people like Oprah. What? Right? So if you can relate, then do yourself a favor and don't get caught up in the comparing or the competing even though you might not be conscious to it, it can happen right from survival mind. So celebrate your progress along the way. And that, my friend, will take you so far. Number three is as you continue to you know, reflect on what do you want? What do you really want? And you're taking little steps of inspired action toward one must and bigger steps in a week's time toward, you know, the other must or the same must, but small steps and bigger steps in in a matter of a week's time. When you're chunking it down into those three months, I want you to always come back to what feels good. This is what I call soul alignment. That's what this show is always about with every guest that comes on when I do um, solo episodes like this is that I always come back to my nervous system and what feels really good, really right and expansive and what feels really easy and feels like it's uplifting and what feels like it's just tense and stressful and I feel small and I feel contracted. I don't want to do that thing. Now, yes, sometimes in life we've got to do the things that we don't really want to do. But in general, if you're going after what you want and then you take it up two millimeters, even what you really want, then I I ask of you to always come back to, how does my soul feel about this? Is this truly in alignment or is this just because someone said I should do it or I think I should do it? So I've got all the shoulds on it, right? But you know what feels really good. And if you're in in your head, you're dead, right? When you come back to your heart, that's the entry point to your soul. So I believe, and this is from the teachings of my my spiritual teacher, Panash Desai, and by the way, he was on episode number 77, which I think is just two back. He's so incredible. I highly recommend that you take a listen to that podcast. And if you haven't picked up his brand new book, uh, You Are Enough, that's what he talks about, which is that the soul only knows peace, harmony, and joy. So if the things that you're getting after are not bringing you peace, harmony, and joy, or they're not in alignment with those qualities, then you're going to want to reassess. 
and possibly refine. But that's the beautiful thing about taking action. See, I've taken massive inspired action over the last two years. I've let go of business partners. I've let go of mastermind partners. I have, you know, pivoted and course corrected. I thought at one point that I wanted to have the largest mastermind in the world and I wanted to facilitate thousands and thousands of people going through one program at a time. That's just not where I am today. Turns out that I really value intimacy and I really want people to know that I care and that I see them, that I value them and that I hear them. So having that large of a program at this point in my business is not a fit for what brings my my soul peace, harmony, and joy. I also know that If I go too fast or if I take on too much, that that also isn't an alignment with peace, harmony, and joy. So in the past week, as I'm in the midst of, yes, expansion yet again in this business, which I'm extremely grateful for, I recognize that I had taken on a little too much and I was doing too much on my own. Well, actually, let me correct that. It's not that I took on too much because everything that I'm creating right now feels very much in alignment because I know that I can help so many people, for example, with the podcast accelerator. That feels so right in my soul because we're going to make it such a one-stop shop process that everyone's going to feel successful and have launched a podcast at the end. But as I was looking at the resources behind the scenes with me, I had nobody. You guys, I run five programs. I do a segment on extra that takes a full day out of a week, right? The writing the scripts, getting the outfits, getting the nails done, because that's all just part of it. Memorizing the scripts, working with the products and sampling the products, all that takes time. Then it's a good hour and a half or maybe two hours actually to drive all the way to Burbank Studios and to get there, then to wait for them to set up. Then I'm on set for minimum an hour. Then it's usually an hour and a half because I hit lunchtime traffic in LA. That's kind of crazy. So I don't get back to the West side until maybe 2, 3 PM, which is where I live in Santa Monica. That's almost a full day out of my life. So there's that, and which I'm grateful for. And I love the show and, and I love, you know, being able to serve the show, but that's a lot of time out of now a very busy schedule. Then I'm running all these programs. And then of course I've got this podcast, which is a very big passion project, but it does take a ton of time. And so when I look at my life, I'm like, wow, outside of my badass powerhouse podcasting team that takes care of this podcast, I've been on my own. You know, occasionally I would hire a virtual assistant and I hadn't, I haven't yet found the one that, that I really need or that I can work with seamlessly that, you know, can be ongoing. And I'm working on that right now. So what I'm doing for more soul alignment, more peace, joy, and harmony is I'm literally putting together a team behind the scenes. And it turns out it's not just one person. It's probably three or four people. And so I'm investing in that so that it'll free up my time of by 80, 90% in any given week from all the back end, all the admin, all the automated stuff that I do that I don't want to be doing. It's not my X factor. And it takes away from me from doing what I love to do and what I know I'm meant to do, which is leading and serving and giving and contributing and just showing up and being presence to make the impact that I know I was born to make. So I've got to invest in that. And That is what will bring me more soul alignment. So I hit a critical point last week and I might've been on the side of the road crying a little bit when I lost the keys and the router broke down and I, my cable broke down. And there were all these things that had happened over two and a half days where I realized it was the universe saying, you've got to stop, slow down and get help. 
So one of the things that I was sharing in my Facebook live challenge group, which has a a challenge going on right now, and it's all around love. What does love look like? How do you experience love? How do you see love? Love, what does self-love look like? It's such a fun challenge. And and it's just, it's just an amazing thing to watch all these people talk about love. We are literally lifting the vibration on the planet over there. But one of the things that I shared with them a couple days ago is that self-love looks like asking for help for me. And then I shared that story and it got the most traction that I think I've ever gotten, um, ever doing a live. So I'm actually going to come on here in a couple of weeks and do a whole thing around how important it is to ask for help when we're feeling small, diminished, stressed, and tense. And we're out of that alignment of peace, harmony, and joy. Because at the end of the day, I imagine that when you think about, when you fantasize and vision about what do you want? What do you really want? You imagine those things are going to bring you peace, joy, and harmony, right? Because that's the essential true nature of who we are as a soul before anything else, before this body, before this time, before even the mission that we want to make. So we can cultivate that from within before we even take any action or before we even ask the question of what do I want? So I'll encourage you to do that first. Reverse engineer that. Take a few deep breaths, get quiet, get present, and then notice, gosh, If I could cultivate more peace, joy, and harmony, what would that look like? A few more deep breaths, you'll get there. It's pretty fast, guys. And then from there, you'll know exactly what you really want and more importantly, what you truly need. So I hope this was helpful for you today. I love this topic. I love understanding what momentum is all about. Because all of these obstacles and distractions and things that can, you know, take us away from our focus of getting after that inspired action toward what we really want. This is it. This is the key. This is the momentum part that so many people don't talk about. And they make it seem so easy, especially those that we can follow on social media. I promise you, they're all experiencing this same thing, which is this is where I'm getting stuck. This is where I'm getting distracted. These are my obstacles. These are my challenges. So all we have to do is just accept that release that, and then come back to present moment, soul alignment, peace, joy, and harmony. And then we'll know exactly what that next little baby step of inspired action needs to be. Because it shouldn't be hustle, stress, grit, and grind. I believe we can live a life full of purpose and meaning through harmony, ease, and grace. And this is what I wish for each and every one of you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Hope to get to see you on the Podcast Accelerator Open House live call this Wednesday night. And again, just head on over to fireandsoulpodcast.com to grab that Zoom link to join us. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fire and Soul Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.